Hey everybody, you're about to tune into another episode of the How It's All podcast, and I wanted to take some time out to say thank you for tuning in and showing your support by listening to the How It's All podcast. I hope you all enjoy the episode you're about to listen to. Please subscribe to the How It's All podcast to stay updated with new episodes as well. Thank you all for listening and tuning in, and please continue to do great things. Welcome, everybody, to the How Talk Podcast. This is Jetpack Nick, and I am here with a special, special, special guest. Uh, my brother, you know, from the same block, Pastorius and Baton. My guy, PNB Chess. How you doing today, bro? Know. You already know. We crap, we lie, we always lie, baby. I'm good, bro. How you? I'm chilling, man. Chilling. You know, I'm glad to have you on the How Talk Podcast. And I had to have my brother come on in. I'm glad to be on it. It's the only one I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, because you, you don't do podcasts, do you? You don't do those kind of interviews. Nigga, I don't do them Jones. I no more. I used to be hyped trying to get them Jones done. And then I realized something. You know what I mean? When I realized, like, the more you put in the interview, the less you got to say on the track. It was like, ah, my music is already my interview. So, like, running around doing all these interviews you could pay for and all them Jones that everybody be doing. I'm cool. We got to have a reason. Like, you, my brother, that's a reason I'm getting on this joint. You know what I'm saying? Like, other than that, I ain't too hyped to try to go to A3C. We did that. Like, we used to have to, like, them people that be getting them interviews most of the time, they pay to do that. And to be honest, payoli, like, payoli ain't cool. If somebody buzzing, they get them on there. If you're not buzzing, you try and get a buzz, you could do payoli. Don't get me wrong, that's cool and all, but, like, if you try and come up and your craft is making the music, all them interviews, I'm gonna know everything about you. And unless you making hits like uh, Pink Sweats, I'm gonna use him because he's from Philly. All right. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah, I'm familiar. Unless you making music like that, like giving your story out in interviews, I mean, could could actually damp dampen you. Like you know what I mean? It could. What what am I listening to you for now? It's like Fifty Cent. Like when Fifty Cent first came out. He didn't just give us all of him. The nigga made a movie. So yeah. whatever we ain't, whatever we ain't hearing the album, we learned about in the movie. So from there, what happened? Everything started. The music sales started changing for him. And he had a fans that kept coming back because it was like we know Fifty now. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, Fifty came out. Fifty changed the game. Fifty was was probably the the biggest rapper, damn near of all time, Bro, coming out of 03. Bro, he probably had the best rollout I ever seen. Oh, easily. A rapper to have, bro. How you come up with an album and a movie? <laughs> it's like it's like I make an album. I'ma name all these people you don't know nothing about, but I'ma also make a movie so you could be attached to these people that you know nothing about. And then when you hear the songs, you in there like you you a part of it now like you invested. And, and, and on top of that, he had a video game. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Bro, that was the ultimate rollout. Yeah. I didn't see nobody else doing nothing like that. Yeah, I mean, that, that, but that's important, though, especially, you know, being an artist. I mean, and, and that's an artist on any level, whether that's music or whatever kind of art you do, you know, being yeah. being, being that your, your marketing plan has to be A1. You know, yeah. like, you know, and we, we talked about this a lot, you know, just through the process of, you know, knowing each other for as long as we have, like, you know, it's it's only so far the talent can take you, and we know a lot of talented people, but they don't have a either either they don't have a machine behind them, or they just don't have a marketing plan to to execute or you know feed off off the talent that they have. Right, 
Exactly. You know, that's what I mean, bro. I mean, but like, how, how you feel like, you know, that's impacted you, though? Because, you know, no no bias at all. Like, you're one of the most talented artists that I know. And I've been saying that for the last, what, 10, 15 years since you've been yeah. rapping? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, well, I, I believe in, like, I'm the type of person I believe in. If <clears throat> you put me on the field to play, then cool. As long as I got two legs, you know what I'm saying? I got I got all the equipment I need for the game. Like I ain't complaining. Let's play. I don't care if you're bigger than me. I don't care if you're taller than me. I don't care if you're stronger than me. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna try to outplay you. I'm gonna do my best to outplay you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. But I don't. I don't like like when it's hitting agendas. But like, see, like the game is now. It's like, all right, you just gotta know what you're playing in. Cause like you get in the rap thinking, oh, I just got rap. I'm going to trash everybody. I just got to be the hardest, hottest rapper. That's how I used to be, trying to battle everybody. <laughs> and, um, you know, you get caught up in that. And then once you get caught up in that, you really dampen your skill. You dampen your skill because all your music is about you being angry, fighting, shooting, killing. You can't even enjoy the 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 whole thing with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? You of course. Enjoy, you can't even have an experience that you probably supposed to have if you going at it that way. Like you know what I mean? It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be your your thing that you do from your heart, not your your job that's irritating you and you doing it because you know what I'm saying? And um I, I just look at it like this. The game takes promotion now. Um for people that love to rap it's a lane for it now. Like, if you just want to rap like me, I just, from my heart, right? So, like, to be honest with you, I would just rap, but I also am competitive. So, if it's something going on with what I'm doing, I want to be involved. I want to be the best at it. I want to go at niggas, too. If you sitting here saying that Drake had the best, um, like, song or uh, 2021. I want to hear it. I want to hear it compared. I don't want to just hear it. I want you to compare it. Right. Because it's my sport, too. I was in 2021. I'm here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't, don't, don't tell me out just because I don't got millions or I ain't get the coast time from the rain. And that's cool. It's all fine and dandy. That's cool. Some people marketing plan is better than other people marketing plan. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? I ain't the type of nigga that be like, oh, it's not fair. Oh, it's not fair. He shouldn't have, uh, he shouldn't have been compared to him because you know, I ain't with none of that. I'm with it being able to be able to go at whoever. You know what I'm of saying? Of course. And it being like, like right now, it's a new ball game. Every year I find something else new out. So it changes the dynamics. It's just like anything. Like you play football. I mean, I, everybody that play football, when they lose a game, they got to go watch tape. Yep. Right? You know what I mean? I just feel like I've been watching tape for a long time. And it's like now, I'm learning how it is. So instead of talking, I'm just putting up. Like, I'm going to see how it go. You can't, you're not going to tell me good music ain't going, good music going to catch regardless. You know yeah, always. Mean? So you're not going to tell me like, I won't just pop out one of these drones one day and this shit won't turn over. I seen it firsthand. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I know how I go. And the shit that it, the shit that do it the most is the organic shit, bro. You know what I mean? Like, and that's just how I look at it. It's just from my, my, my way. Yeah, I mean, you know? you know, like, even for me, like, you know, I when I listen to music, it, authenticity is always one of the, the main things that I look for when I'm listening to somebody or try to, you know, connect to whatever it is that they're talking about. Now, like, you, it's kind of different. Like, I, me and you grew up on the same block, you know, same environment, yeah. same situation, knowing you all my life. So, like, <laughs> anything that you talk about is going to resonate with me because, like, we literally live similar experiences. And you know exactly right. what I'm talking about, yeah? We actually P&B natives. Right, you know, it's like <laughs> past stories you know and mean? for people who don't know what P&B is, but... You know, mm-hmm. it's you know it's a legendary block in the city of Philly. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you want to get into it? We, we can talk about P and B. Get into it. Yeah, no, we 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 gonna get into that. But you know, just just talking about you know you and your artistry. You know, I I think just me looking out on the outside looking in, I see somebody with tremendous amounts of talent. But you're doing it on the independent scale. You're doing it on the on the scale in which you know everything's off the muscle, which is generally harder than having a machine behind you. Like if if you had the machine behind you and you had all the resources that a lot of other guys do. No, it's no, I'm not. I'm not saying this an excuse or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, that's just a fact of the right. matter. Like it's it's it's, it's yeah, a lot of people yeah. who aren't as talented as you or other, plenty of other people, but the difference is they got the machine and certain other people don't. Yo, bro, I ain't gonna hold you. Like I just told you, I was watching that Bill Collector Hitman John, and I ain't gonna hold you. I fuck with Bill Collector. Right, shout right? out to Bill Collector. Like, I fuck with him, right? The shit he said on the John really hit me in a different spot. Like, he was like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, all the shit that happened, happened. Like, one of the, I guess just one of them niggas punched him or some sucker shit, sucker punched him. And um, after they punched him or whatever, he still was like, "Yo, all right, that's cool. That, that's good. You a street guy. That's good. I rap though, <laughs> and I still and I still want to rap. So what's up? Like, mm-hmm. I'm still here. I'm still breathing. Did y'all try and rap? Because I'm a fucking out rap you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's how sure. I feel right. That's how I feel right now. Now, like to be honest with you, like my my shit was just decisions. Like I was holding myself back. Then nobody hold me back. Wasn't nobody in my way. Ain't nobody can't nobody stop what God got for me. Uh none of that. Like I just been in my way. And these last few years I've been on a journey by myself. You know what I mean? It wasn't it wasn't like you know what I mean it, and my brothers made a comment to me. They felt like I was separating myself from them and shit like that. You know, the gang this that's how yeah, they felt. For sure. and it wasn't like it might have might have it might have been that for that bit because I I'm getting to me. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm learning me more. Like I never really got to learn me. You know me, bro. I was always for the gang. I was always yeah, for sure. With the gang, oh, shit. whatever the gang was doing, I'm. I, that's that was my identity. That's what I'm known. Like I don't have to other people though. Like unless you was like, um, close with me. Like, like actually like close to me. Mm-hmm. Then you don't really know my identity. Like. Some people close to me don't even know how they do, man, because, you know, some people just be out here living. Some people don't even, they don't, you know what I mean? Some stuff don't phase them. They don't ask you. They don't try to get to really know you. Like, I can say that about my own father. You know what I mean? Right. That nigga don't know what the fuck I am. Gangster, killer, robber, bitch. He don't know what I am. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He don't even ask. 
No, you know, and and so. and, I mean, I, and and you know, I'm glad you brought that up too because, like, I think that that's an important thing, especially, you know, kind of doing what I do. I would say, you know, having building relationships with people, like having those strong bonds and strong relationships with people, is the thing that separates you from the next man. Now, not not saying that like you know other people not working hard or they're not you know doing whatever it is that they that they got to do to be successful, but in in this kind of line of work or just in general in life building relationships with people is one of those things that separates you from everybody regardless of how talented you are what you know whatever like who you know and how well that relationship is cultivated is it's it's not too much that could be said about that 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 isn't great things like it's that's one of the most important things that you have to do is build relationships with people exactly i mean it's human beings you ain't human. I mean, what are you? Yeah, you know that ha- having that human interaction and and just building them skills is 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 very very important. That's one of them things that that you have to learn. Like I don't I don't think that you could be successful in anything without learning those kind of skills. Now, you know, talking to you about you know some of the decisions that you made as far as your art is concerned, you know, not not taking certain deals, and you know, like, I, I'll let you get into that you know, as we go along, but, you know, like just you sticking with independent and, you know, not signing certain deals or not working with certain people or whatever, not to say that that has directly impacted your art per se, but you know, as well as I do, that it definitely affected your status in the game of, of hip hop or music in general. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I mean, the way I look at it is like this, bro, like, um, See, me, myself, like, I kind of am like a, uh, I don't want to say a rap junkie, because a rap junkie is somebody that can name all of uh, Bone Thugs and <laughs> Harmonies. Uh, yeah, that, that's and me. Every, <laughs> and every, and every, and every song from one to ten, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They can tell you what song, you whatever, whatever. I'm more of a rap culture junkie. You know what I'm of saying? Course. Like, I know, I know the shit I, I need to know. But if I wasn't really into you, I wasn't, like, getting into you. That's one thing. Like, with me, I, li- I like art for art. I don't get into the artist. Got you. Because your life is your life. Like, just like if you religious and you go to whatever uh, place of worship you go to, the person there is not God. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when we are, we are all God. But I, I got you. I know what you're person saying. There, that person there, it's not about him. It's about that message that's coming through him. That boy might be fucking, he probably got two wives, two side holes. <laughs> you know what I mean? He probably still in the church. 100% money. facts. You know what I'm saying? It, well, his life ain't got shit to do with the message I'm getting because I don't believe in coincidences. I got my own laws. You know what I mean? And my laws is I don't believe in coincidences. I don't believe in running from your name being yelled. If someone is yelling your name with a problem, you need to go address that shit at Sapion. You know what I'm saying? Like that need to be, if your name is in it, it needs to be addressed. Right. If your name isn't in it, it's nothing for you to have to say to these anybody. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I, the way I see it, the way I see it is like, so I tune into the art. So if it's songs I like, or lots of songs I like, like I was a Big Beans fan. I know the name of the albums. I can't tell you the name of all the songs on it. But if you start to sing a song, I probably can finish mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Like that type. I'm good with pictures and 
shit like that. I ain't good with names and words. You <laughs> yeah, know that's what I mean? Shit like that. Like my, you know, my brain kind of fucked up. I got jumped back in the day. My joint was fucked up a little bit. I, I had a bill collected lump. <laughs> For real, my joint was worse than his. Man, my shit was crazy, bro. I, if I still had the pictures, nobody would believe that was my face. Niggas thought my shit was never going to go back to the oh, yeah, they could, they, The crazy story's back on the block, man. <laughs> Yeah, so I so I don't remember like words, like niggas remember words or streets, but I know it. Like if you take me to it, you can take me anywhere in the world, bro. If you take me there, I can get back there. I know how to get back there. You know what I mean? Walking, driving, whatever, biking, I can get to that spot. I got a moral compass. So Yeah, you know? and, and you know, I, I, I you know, the fact that you brought that up, I wanna ask you too. So, you know, having that moral compass, like how, how do you feel as though that that has affected or or influence your decision making as far as who you right. deal with and what you say yes to what you say no to so like the way i talk sometimes too i get into stories and shit you hey. feel me i'm real hey, that's cool it's, you know, so no no you know you know you're not gonna lose me man. I'm, about to, money. I'm about to break that down to you i'm gonna break that down to you in a all story right. like this bro like i was saying all right before we had to when i knew like i'm gonna tell you it like this bro when I felt it, I knew. Like, I knew it, bro. Like, Rock had got out of jail. <clears throat> he wrote me before he got out of jail. He wrote me. He said, bro, you're the only nigga in the gang that's into this rap shit, like, doing this music right. shit. I want to get into my music shit when I get out. Can I, you know what I mean? Can you take me to the studio? You know? And at the time, I was doing some shit that wasn't in my character. be all the way 100 with you, Nick. Like, I'm a nerd, bro. <laughs> like, I like computers. Be always 100 with you, bro. Listen, I like computers. I like certain anime. Mm-hmm. I'm not super animated out. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, I like cartoons. Like, you know For what I'm sure. saying? Like, that's what type, that's the type of person I am. I like to play video games. Like, that's me. You get what I'm saying? But, you know, we grew up in I went to Fulton, bro. Like, it was no room for... It was only lions. You either... You was thrown in a lion's den. And if you came out of that bitch, you was sure. lying. You feel me? So, like, at the end of the day, that's just what it was with me. Like, when I went to school, yeah, I was in the anime. But when niggas would tease me, I ain't know how I joke back. I wasn't funny as niggas, so I would be fight. I would fight all the time. You feel me? Like... So I was just always at shit. Like, man, fuck that. You saying my name and you disrespecting me. I'm gonna punch you in the mouth. We just we gonna we gonna we gonna cross the bridge mm-hmm. there. Either you gonna win or I'm gonna win. Either way, I'm still gonna tear until I feel good about it. You know what I'm saying? Like so like that's just how I, that's just how I was. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like coming up. So like I fucking wandered up with a situation. I had I was in college. Mm-hmm. I had got um, my son, mom, pregnant at the time. You feel me? I was selling weed, little weed, nothing crazy. Like, you know what I mean? I was selling some weed. So, the nigga, um, like, came to me to tell me about a spot I could make a whole lot of money at. I'll go out there and track with him. You know what I'm saying? And he was talking about the white game, and I ain't know nothing about it. You right. know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't trust it. I actually met the nigga and was trying to, and I was like basically about the robbing, so I didn't trust him. It was like my baby mom cousin was about to fight. We went over there. Long story short, she was about to throw his money out the window. I told her, "You ain't gotta do that. You can just give it to me. Either way, he gonna be out of the money. It's the same thing. But you just about to give it to all of them, and I need mm-hmm. that. Like you, 
If you just give me that, I'm gonna walk on out of here. He can take it how he want to take it, but we thirty strong. Right <laughs> like, like, and I ain't even tell niggas that I was in there for that. But when I got to the door and and the and niggas heard yelling, bitches that was in the hallway started calling. Like bitches who knew my niggas, they called my niggas like, "Yo, chairs in the hallway about to run with some nigga that don't go up here." So you know how colleges mm-hmm. is. Niggas in the high school come running. Woman. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, women. But, um, so, they call it niggas that, you know, niggas know and all of that. And, um, the niggas come over there. Next time, next thing you know, I'm looking left and right down the hallway and there's a line of niggas like, yo, you want tip? You want t-? <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, niggas ready to fuck this nigga up. Now, me, in my head, the money she got in her hand, you know, coming from Pastoria Street, I know better. This nigga ain't no, y'all looking for some college rumble. This nigga probably straight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Y'all need to back up right now because what I'm about to do, this shit can get ugly. <laughs> this ain't no college. Right. <laughs> so uh um I'm telling her to give me the bread, but she not she not give me the bread because she wasn't never gonna throw it out the window. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so she I'm just like, ah man, like what am I even over here for? Cause my baby mom came over there and she was pregnant, like her stomach was big and all that. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm cussing her out because I'm like, yo, like, you got my son in you, you tripping? What the fuck is you coming over here for? What you about right. to fight? How you about to fight? The fuck is you doing? Like, you retarded this shit. Like, that's how I felt at the time. I was mad, so I went over there ready to draw. Any <laughs> long story short, I seen a dude at the studio because his girl was um, recording with me. And um, he was like, yeah, come with me out here and make this bread. And I'm like, man, this nigga keep asking me to go with him to make money. Why is he so Joe to want me to go with him to make money? Mm-hmm. So I go with him and I made like $700 in a couple hours. So I was I was like, it wasn't me, though. It wasn't nothing that I would do. You get what I'm saying? It just was It was there. I didn't like to do. I was just doing what I would normally do growing up in Pastoria right. Street. You get what I'm saying? And then next thing you know, I'm sitting on a gold mine. And I knew I didn't want to do that. So I was like, yo, I'm going to take this bread and I'm going to pay for this rap shit. I'm going to make this shit happen, though. Like, because I know what it, it needs, y'all. Every time I learned, it was something that could happen and get me where other niggas was at so niggas could see me where them niggas was at and have to compare. Like, oh, no, he make good music. You yeah, know what absolutely. Saying? Cause it's all about getting on the stage. It's all about getting on the court, right? It's like if you was trying to play ball, you'd be standing on the side saying, mm-hmm. "I got next." You get what I'm saying? So it was like, I know my mom and them couldn't afford it, bro. That shit was just expensive. I really researched. I went to college. You know, we <laughs> like we right. thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I went to college. I really researched what it took, like, to blow as big as the biggest artist at the time, yeah. right? And it really tells you, bro, a hundred thousand dollars bro a hundred thousand dollars will get you all of the exposure that you see when drake album come out you know how drake album come out and it's on the commercials it's on the billboards it's on um yeah you know what i'm saying like and it's sponsors that come along but like that campaign costs a hundred thousand dollars so i researched that and found that out yeah. right i met i met this dude named carvin haggins it's my sister she she write with him right He's the guy that wrote all the music for Music Soul Child. You know Music Soul Child? Yeah, is? I mean, that's, that's my cousin. That, 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 that's, 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 that's my family, man. <laughs> uh, something. Uh, <laughs> all right, so 
the nigga that wrote all of that music, mm-hmm. bro, all the shit that was popping, he wrote it. The nigga Carter, right? right? He he produced and wrote everything, right? Mm-hmm. This nigga told me, I said, yo, how much did it cost? Because you can't name a motherfucker that don't know a music soul child lyric. Like, at one point in time, that motherfucker was, like, everywhere you look. I said, how the fuck, how much did it cost for y'all to do that? He said, a million dollars, bro. One million dollars is what he put into that campaign. I searched up that $100,000 will get you as big as Drake. Now, you know, rap, this is, you know, rap, Drake is pop now. You know what I'm saying? But he's not pop. Okay. If, you, if you look up numbers, like I know, you know, bro, like I think. So I really look up numbers. So like number wise, like pop is different. Like I don't even really believe them fucking numbers, bro. Like they numbers is so wild, bro. It's like, it is believable though because I, I lived in the suburbs at one point in time and they got an MTV channel. I think we don't even access it, bro. <laughs> like, I would be honest with you, bro. I don't see it, like, in the hood. Like, luckily, I lived out there growing up. Like, so I seen the young age suburb. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that MTV channel, I actually saw it the other day. I was in D.C., you know what I'm saying? And I saw it, you know what I mean? And I'm looking at it and shit. It was me and my shorty, we was at the hotel. And I looked at it. It was a different one. And I looked at it, and... um. It was like the same joint that I used to see out in the uh, in the mm-hmm. suburbs, right? So I'm like, damn, I forgot about this station. I'm like, damn, this this joint crazy because they really play videos all day, like our shit used to do, just all pop videos, and then like pop and hip hop joints come on there. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Doja Cat was on that bitch every hour on the hour, in the middle of the hour, and at the end mm. of the hour. So when an hour start, Doja Cat song come on. In the middle of that hour, half an hour, Doja Cat song come on. At the end of it, Doja Cat song come on. Yes, sir. Right? I'm like, okay, so she got that bag behind. She got that M, probably two, maybe even three. You know what I'm saying? Because it costs that much. And the return supposed to be good. Now, the return, you want to triple, double, shit like that. Yeah, in of course. The industry. Niggas is going stressed if it ain't double like if it ain't fast like that's who pe- people invest in the fast flip bro it's like gambling it's like going to the dice table you're gonna bet on that hot roller all day you dropping shit on that hot roller you know that nigga gonna give you like 10 numbers you know what i'm saying so that's that's what it is so at that time that he sent me that letter bro i don't like i told you i don't believe it coincidences and he said you want me to help him with rap i'm like it was funny because that's when i started making highly yeah movies. yeah we, we need to talk about yeah. that a little later yeah, so so like when I started when I started on that role, I was making songs that was like real stories. Like I was writing about our life. And it was like weird that I was doing it. So I wouldn't never let people hear it. So it was like I was just recording them Jones and then by time like I'll go to the studio and tell niggas that I'm supposed to be at the studio two hours late. So niggas would be coming two hours later than me. I already done knocked <laughs> out two songs. You right. know what I'm saying? Two Jones that I ain't let nobody hear because I don't know how they're mm-hmm. gonna judge these Jones. All these all these niggas want to hear me do is rap. So I'ma give them these freestyle Jones to do what they want with them. Go ahead, put them on your phones, text them to everybody, tell everybody, go ahead. And then Jeff, you know, Jeff was in it right. forever. Jeff found SoundCloud. 
And when Jeff found SoundCloud, that was it. Like, we were putting shit on SoundCloud and can tweet it out. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, Wiley and them was Twitter famous. Wiley and Bang Bang and them, but Bang Bang mm-hmm. and them wasn't rapping yet. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm telling them to tweet this shit for me because y'all got fans. Motherfuckers is on y'all, like, page, watching, fi- doing shit that you need to be done on it. You know, I'm, I'm in there, <laughs> so I know what the internet shit is going, I know what it's going to lead into. I know what that's going to do. So I'm like, um, all right, but this shit, this shit locked in. I got all I need. This is my promotion right here. All I got to do is get these niggas, tweet this shit out, it's over. So, you know, I got niggas on that. You know how I used to do yep. everybody at the studio, and I was telling niggas that they had to do that and all of that. And niggas was like, all right. And niggas was actually putting a two cents in. Be honest with you, bro. It's like really the whole gang built the game. You know what I mean? Like, all I was doing was forcing everybody around each other. I just know when niggas is around each other, good shit happens. Yeah. You know? And it's not hard to see that. So it'd be like, if y'all did more of it, you know, you could get more of it. You get what I'm saying? But I was always on that, and I wasn't never on damn chiz. Well, what the fuck gets you there? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you getting helping everybody else get there. What the fuck gets you there? Like, how you hone that on yourself for a little bit, see what you can do. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So now, at the time, rock was locked up. You know what I'm saying? So I put out highly underrated one. People was talking. You know what I'm saying? I got on headshots for a freestyle on his one of his shots on um, mixtapes on right. the Young Bob mixtapes, and niggas was talking about that shit. And then we started Clutch Shooters, hmm, legendary you know shit. When, when we, when, real rap. When we started Clutch Shooters, Rock had Drama Squad, and that was that was under Clutch Shooters. But you know, he always was on his own time. He was making beats. Nobody was making beats. Him and that nigga Tay, they was making beats and shit. They was Drama Squad. You know what I'm saying? So he was making actual songs, and he was rapping to the bitches from the door. He was he was always on his life. <laughs> so fucking, uh, you know, like <clears throat> while he was booked, and I was doing highly underrated. Um, you know, the first one it did good, but it ain't. You know, I was right. learning. I keep learning. I keep learning. So I do highly underrated too. Now when I'm going to go do highly underrated too, I'm watching everything. Like I said. Rap culture junkie. I watch this. I like the stories. I like how they got there. Like what happened to get them there. Absolutely. Like you know what I'm saying. That's where the gold is, and niggas don't really pay attention to that. Everybody love the end result, but nobody really pay attention. The stories is what I be interested in. You know what I mean? I want to learn. I want that gold. I don't give a fuck about the uh, bonds. I want the gold. (laughs) So like. So, like, I'm peeping how niggas is getting on. Most of them is, you know, most niggas got poured in. A lot of people get, like, a lot of help. But, a lot, but like, you know, people with talent, talent just go, bro. It's so many people with talent. talent. Like, if the shit is, if the shit is just, like, put together right, like, if you, if it's put together right, can't nothing stop it. And that's the route I'm taking. That's what I want to do, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like at the time, I had figured out, you know, I think Drama was dropping mixtapes that that really had me like, damn, all right, you need a big DJ on your shit. Yo, let's hit up Drama, see how much he, he want. Jeff was on it. Jeff hit up Drama, see how much he wanted. I think it was like um, five or $10,000 mm-hmm. at the time. We was young boys, yeah. though. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn. So Jeff, like, 
we don't even gotta go that big, bro. This just the second joint. High underrated one was good. Niggas liked it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like this is the second one. You ain't even gotta go that big. We could go with somebody mm-hmm. like DJ Damage. He only a thousand. I'm like, all right, bet. He said, yeah. So instead of giving DJ Drama five thousand, and then we still gotta pay for promotion, we could just give DJ Damage one thousand, and then we could give that Piff one thousand for them to put us on the top of the website for a week. You feel me? And get real, like. Traveling because you know back then, oh, yeah. that all was just time. That's, that all I was, that's all I was on in the middle you of class. <laughs> looking for new shit, you know, you ain't know who was who, what was what. You was just clicking through all that shit. So, like, you know, we like, all right, back, let's, let's do that. Fuck it. And then take a thousand, we're gonna press up CDs and sell these joints. You know what I mean? Five dollars, I think it was, or seven. You know what I mean? We ain't start that ten dollar shit mm-hmm. until Rock came home. But fucking, um, uh, at the, at the, them Jones, I actually was making money off them Jones. Niggas was actually hitting me up on, you know, I guess it was Twitter. We was linking up with people going out. I was actually selling my tape. I felt good about that shit. You know what I'm saying? In the city. Because I sold music in Atlanta by this time already. I had went down to Atlanta. I lived right. down there for a little bit. I was staying in Macon. I got cool with Young Jeezy and them and all of that type of shit down there. You know what I'm saying? That's, that was my, that was my, uh, jab in like that was my my way of trying to be in in the eye in a stern way you know what i'm saying like y'all see me come as a young boy and everybody was kind of turning me away like this is a young boy how the fuck is he even getting to these how he even know about yeah well, which shit? goes like, back you know to my saying? point who the fuck which, which goes back to my point on? about that building relationships like you know building relationships with people there to get you in them doors talent don't get you in yeah Without a doubt, bro. So like, like it was like, um, when I got cool with Jeezy and them, I got cool with like his whole, like mm-hmm. the hood. We was cool with the hood. That's how we found him, really, basically. Like the hood fucked with us heavy. Like we lived out there. Wally and them had moved down there, opened a cheesesteak uh, store. You know what I mean? I was, I was with my room. <laughs> yeah, slide. You know what I mean? He moved to Atlanta. Oh fuck that! Come on, I'm going down there. I'm gonna try my music for a little bit. I'm going down here with my dog. So I go down there and shit, you know what I mean? And it, they lived on Jeezy and them block. Like, literally, like the joint in the video when he got that car mm-hmm. with the blue flag and shit on the front of the car, that block, bro. So, like, I, I got cool with all of them niggas. So one day, his DJ called me randomly, bro. I was in Philly, you know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, what you doing tomorrow? And I was like, man, you know, nothing, same old, same old, you know what I mean? Getting to a dollar or whatever. And then he was like, man, you ain't going to South by Southwest? I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is South by Southwest? It's a you don't know what South by Southwest is? I'm like, nah, bro, what is it? Like, he like, nigga, only mm-hmm. the biggest rap right. you need to be at. Nigga, is you crazy? Fucking talking about you rap. Man, get down to Atlanta tomorrow morning, man. I said, what? He said, come to Atlanta tomorrow morning, man. Get the fuck down here tomorrow morning. I said, all right, yo. So I bought a plane ticket. I flew down there. He said, man, we driving to um, Texas. You got a license? I said, my ticket's <laughs> <was suspended."> yeah, <laughs> <it was> wild. <laughs> that got me fucked up. So they rode, like, like they there the whole way there. We had this big-ass, uh, right. like, sprinter drone, right? So they rode, like, you know, the whole way there. I'm in there. 
is DJ uh Jeezy DJ Fahrenheit. Um is um DJ Filthy Rich. He the um the DJ commission, the coalition mm-hmm. coalition DJs. He the uh the founder boy, like the founder. And and uh TI wow. man, bro. We always driving, we always riding down there in this joint. So we go down to this joint. And when I get out the van with these niggas, mind you, I'm with Jeezy DJ, right? And he keep playing this August. August I've seen the song mm-hmm. wasn't out yet, right? But he had it. He kept playing it, right? <laughs> On our way there. And he was like, Yeah, this is my little artist. This is my artist. He from uh such and such. I'm like, Yeah, go ahead, let me hear it. You know, I'm yeah, trying of course, to play my of shit course. though. You know what I'm saying? So he play he play it is the and I love this shit. And I love this shit. And it sound good. It just sound good. Like, you know me. I know music. <laughs> and it's a hot song. Mm-hmm. Right? But he keep fucking playing it over and over, over and over, over and over. The whole ride, bro. The ride was <laughs> long as shit, bro. He played that song every hour on the hour. This is when I, I was learning. This is when I was learning. Like, oh, this is a, a routine that they do. Like, you get what I'm saying? This is how you get yeah. it in someone's head. Whether you like a song or not, if I come around you and I keep playing my song, yeah, around eventually you're gonna, gonna be like tapping that. your foot, saying a couple words. <laughs> you gonna like that shit because I keep playing that shit. It's like the radio, you know what I'm saying? So we riding or whatever. Little did I know, he about to we about to go to the joint. He DJing for him, but like I said, August I seen him. He's mm-hmm. not big right now, right? You know what I'm saying? So uh, we get out there and uh, we go to the uh, the show. And August I seen a performing, it was like nobody there. It was like five, six people in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? I'm walking around because I'm everybody is walking past me. Like I'm walking past Wheezy and them. Like, oh, what the fuck? Like, like he might have walked past me first, and then 20 niggas walked past me, and then they pushing niggas out right. the way trying to get, you know what I'm saying? But he was right there. Like, what the fuck is going on? What's this? Everybody out this bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody comfortable. Like ain't nobody, ain't nobody thinking about nobody doing no reckless shit. It's actual vibes. Like it's actual vibes out this bitch, bro. I couldn't believe it, bro. I'm like, yo, everybody has to feel this. Like this feeling gotta be felt. Like people is high <laughs> as shit up and down the street, bro. Like you just letting it all hang out, bro. Like you know, everybody fly as shit. Everybody enjoying themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, damn, like. I'm with these niggas older than me. These some old heads. You know what I'm saying? I'm a young boy. I'm out in <laughs> John. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm Chevy. chilling with Chevy Woods. I'm till I'm out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so when I got the August I've seen this show and it wasn't nobody there. Ain't got them performing. I'm like, man, he been playing this fucking song for me this, this whole trip here, bro. This John hot as shit though, bro. But damn, I know every fucking word now, bro. Like he bit and we let. But he wasn't really like laughing, and the way he performed, he seemed sad, right? So as he walking up, about to get off the stage, like he, I said, bro, you know how that shit go. Some days be like this, some days be better. And he like, man, I ain't worried about the show. And I was like, oh yeah, you cool, like everything good or whatever. He oh, said, wow. my brother just died. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, damn, that's fucking crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he yeah. don't want to be there. Like, he really want to leave. He like you know what I'm t- the DJ in his head. Like, I'm telling you, this shit gonna pay off, bro. You just you gotta knock these joints out, and man, when and once you done with this shit, go home. Trust me, believe me. You feel me? So I'm like, damn, bro. I hope everything be cool with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, but the South by Southwest shit, man. I got so many connects 
from meeting him, I met this dude named um Law. They call him Law. You know what I mean? We called him Crack. You know what I'm saying? His name Crack. He from St. Louis. Uh, if you look at Jay Z shit today, like if you go on any pictures, bro, he probably right mm. behind him or right next to him. You feel me? He's Jay Electronica manager, but he got cool with me because it was that day when I me and I, right. I seen him was at the show. He he was performing at his show, so I, he gave me his contact. And we became cool. I told him I was from Philly. He was trying to figure me out. He like, then you're a new artist in Philly. Like to be here, you gotta be somebody. So you know, come out to the next event is in Atlanta. It's called A3C. I'm gonna put you on my show bill. Now at this time, Rock was getting out. You know what I'm saying? So Rock get out of jail. We go to pick him up. When we pick him up, he like, yo, bro. And I'm serious about this rap shit too, bro. I've been doing something different. I said, yeah, what you been doing? He's like, I've been rapping about, like, my life and shit. I said, bro, get the fuck out of here. He's like, yeah. I said, bro, that's what type of time I'm on right now, bro. Like, that's crazy. You know, I don't believe in coincidence. Right then and there, I knew this shit was... I already had a crazy feeling shit was about to happen because the niggas I was linking with out at the yeah. events. You feel me? Like, I'm getting niggas real all off of my ghost, bro. All, and I'm going to be 100% real with you, bro. All off of my goals and all off of me being from Philly, bro. Like being really <laughs> sure. Philly, bro. Like in every city, bro. Like being like niggas say what they want about beans, but he's staying one of the Philly, best bro, ever in every city. So like, yeah, bro. So like, you know, like fucking up, fuck anywhere I went, it was like utmost respect. You from Philly? Oh man, let him through. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I mean, like he, I was cool by myself. Like it was, and I was a young boy. They they had to respect my goals. You know what I'm saying? So like. I got cool with him. We came. Rock got out of jail. We did all of that. We made this song called Weekend Baby. Because he got in the car. He started singing Weekend Baby. And I had a beat on. That beat. I had the Weekend Baby beat on. And I said, damn, this shit go right with this fucking beat. I said, that's crazy. Let me see something, bro. If my verse fit the end of this song, that's what it's supposed to be. Because I had wrote a verse, but Jeff was forcing me to write to this beat. Right. Because he bored it. Right? So Jeff forcing me to write to this beat. And I ain't really... I had that verse. That's it. Like me, normally, I like if the beat. I like it to take me there, but my attention span won't last long if it ain't. If it don't keep leveling up, like you know what I'm saying, the, the beat. So I'll just be like, you know, locked in for a little bit and knock out the couple lines that come in my head. But as soon as I hit a, a block, I just get off of it. So I had like a 16 written, and I got off of it. And then Rock sung a verse, a hook, and like a bridge. And then my verse, it was perfect. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, yeah, fuck that. Let's do this, John. I'm going to throw this, John. Now we're going to use it, John. I'm going to put it on my tape. You can go with me to this event. I'm out of format. It's big, bro. I'm going to be with all of these big artists, you know. You know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. So at the time, you know, I mm-hmm. had what I told you I was doing. I was, you know, I was, I was making money doing what I was doing. And I put, I brought bro out there. I put bro on. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the time, I was a nigga with it. So, you know. I put everybody on, you know what I'm saying, that I could. So fucking, um, we out there, we was getting to it, and we went down there off of that. Like, we actually, you know, was leaving during some shit. So we went down there, and when we got down there, Rock was going crazy. He was like, bro, why you don't network like this in Philly, bro? Like, like my talent, my talent is always networking. I'm good at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was just looking at the people I knew. Because, you know, I'm telling you these stories. 
I could tell you these stories, but when you see it first, oh, it's, it's for a sure. different feeling. It's like, bro, this nigga, like, like his manager be big. He be calling me a ghost. <laughs> you are. Like one time we went some, we went, we went somewhere, we went somewhere, and um, you think, bro, we went somewhere, and when we went there, I knew somebody. Like, Who the fuck <laughs> in are real you? Life. Real life, like, 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 what the fuck, bro? Like, how the fuck you in the city? Like you in the city, like and. That you really out here, like across the world, like so fucking. Um, we started doing that. We did A3C. A3C was crazy. After we did A3C, me and Rock went to South by Southwest again, just me and him. You know what I mean? And um, then he dropped the tape. You know that was my campaign. Mm-hmm. That was for Highly Underrated too, bro. Highly Underrated too. We took a camera with us to A3C. And I recorded all of the all of the um footage of all of the people I knew doing drops for me. Like you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like D one from New Orleans. Shout no out to Ernest. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to D one. Shout out to Kid Kid, you feel me? Oh. Shout out to Ninth Wonder. Shout out I mean everybody, Wayne, you feel me? Like Christian, everybody, bro. Like I got people in Def Jam I fuck with. I got people at Republic Records I fuck with. Like I fuck with everybody. Like that's that that helped me. Yeah, you, you got know to what I'm saying like in any type of way, trying to go up. Yeah, so like, you know, um, when we started, when I dropped, it made noise, but it still wasn't that that door knocker. Like it ain't knocked the fucking door down. Now, mind you, I'm seven, eight, nine mixtapes in at this point. You know what I'm saying? And I'm accessible. Like I'm always around. at this time. I'm around. I'm hanging. You know, the block was a party spot. We wasn't never on no hard shit, bro. We was known for getting money and getting yeah. girls. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it was chill. Like, that's all I did. So I was always on the block. You could always find me. I was always accessible. And I was learning more as I was going to the events. I was learning, like, the difference. Being next to them niggas made me realize what it was making them niggas different. You feel me? It was, it was A, they was carrying themselves different. You know what I'm saying? And then it was B. They made itself unaccessible. You want what you can't have, bro. Always. Always. It's just what it is. You want that chase. You want shit that look like you can't have it. It's a challenge. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, when I seen that, I said, oh, all right. I think Instagram had just came out. And, I, and, um, and we was making our Instagram. And, you know, everybody was doing the, uh, you at this time, you already knew on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow ratio. Yeah. had the most followers, <laughs> yeah. was the popular homies, mm-hmm. all the little boy shit. I ain't never wanted to do with it. My theory was, if right. I didn't know you, I wasn't following you. Like, if I didn't know you, and they know, even if some niggas I know, if I know you, and you on the gram with the fucking, <laughs> uh, the Metro phone, <laughs> fucking, um, I'm recording smokers on the corner fighting. Like, I'm not trying to watch that. I'm cool. I don't need that going down my timeline. Now that I'm older, it's like I want to see shit that inspired me. You feel me? But I knew back then, I'm like, bro, we're going to be unaccessible on these networks because people reaching, you know, like, we're going to be unaccessible unless it makes sense. If we can't make money off of it, we're going to leave it where it's at. You know what I'm saying? So... We started doing that. Niggas wanted to see it. Niggas started asking us to come out. Then we had, we had like a mm. uh, rock drop R and B one. And when rock drop R and B one, 
Um, I think I was on there three times or whatever. You know, we had a whole joint. It was like, all right, let's let Rock try. Cheers, uh, you can drop six mixtapes. Let's let Rock drop one and see how shit go. I'm like, all right, bet. I said, but I'm I'm working on HU3. You might as well drop R&B1. You know what I'm saying? So he dropped R&B1. And when he dropped R&B1, he was like, yo, this shit rolling. I want you. I'm going to drop again. Like, because, you know, it's like we saying it because. No, yeah, I'm not sure. We'll step on nobody's toes. You get what I'm saying? We're going to put the focus. We're going to put the focus on you. You know what I'm saying? So. So he like, yo, I want to drop two. And at the time, you know, we had our own little disruption season, some little turn. Yeah, all family. Regular brother shit. You know what I'm saying? And and at the time, you know, I'm like, man, fuck that. I'm dropping. I ain't trying to hear that shit. Like, I ain't, why the fuck are you just gonna go against the plan? But I'm like, all right, no, all right, fuck it. All right, I'm with it. Let's let's just go, but involve us more. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I when he was dropping that one, I didn't feel like we was involved a lot. And I was on that joint. I was on that joint too. I was on. Um, it was me, him, and K. Gibbs on the joint. And um, after that <laughs> one, he was like, "Yo, I'm going to get like I'm, it's over. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna kill these niggas. I, I got like this shit right here. Like we got niggas mm-hmm. hitting me up. He got booked or whatever he got booked for. <clears throat> and when he got booked, I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm not going to drop. And you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna make it about us instead of it about me or him. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, fuck it. Yo, we're going to drop a PNB the gang because yeah. we all had records. You know what I'm saying? Because of them sessions that I would hold, you know, them sessions that I was having was that we were just going in, knocking songs out like crazy. You know what I'm saying? I just bought I remember, back, I remember that. <laughs> every week, bro. Every week I had a day, whole gang in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Everybody working. Everybody working. Everybody recording songs. You know what I'm saying? And we had so many songs. I said, yo, we got a good, like, I forget how many songs is on that CD. It's probably like 20-something songs. I'm like, man, these is all strong records. Let's put this bitch out and sell it for money. At the time, Rock buzzing. His video just got put on MTV uh, Jams, I think it was. You feel me? We got to keep this alive because uh, I think he's about to do two years. Yeah. You know how that shit go, bro. You catch a wave, you got to keep that bitch floating. So, you know, I'm like, you know, we all stepped up as a unit, you know, as the gang. Boom, we're going to get this cover made. Um, I forgot who made the cover. Mm-hmm. Um, Dev, so the Dev Cameron made the cover, I think. So, fucking, um, and we all, shout out to Bull. And we all on the, um, on the drum with the, um, with the squares. But we all was on the cover. The cover he made, we all had. Yeah, I remember the cover. That cover's Dev classic. Mug shot. You feel me? Everybody on it didn't have records until, <laughs> until after that motherfucker came out, bro. After that motherfucker came out, everybody <laughs> on that bitch went to jail, bro. Like the whole fucking cover, bro. Everybody got locked up, bro. I do not like that cover, bro. I don't ever want nobody <laughs> to make a cover for me with any nah, jail shit, so, bro. Don't put project none of that shit the world, on me, it, it finds bro. a way to come back to you in some form or fashion. What? My nigga, listen, bro. So fucking... You know, we, we dropped the CD, and this is what I said. I said, this is how we going to know if the buzz is real, right? I said, we're going to drop the CD, but we're not putting it online. Everybody like, yo, you're tripping. Fuck it, man, you're not putting it online. How are you not going to get no... I said, all right, let's not put it online for the first two weeks. 
They're like, mm-hmm. what you going to do then? I said, we're going to print up hard copies. You feel me? It cost us $3 a CD. I said, we're going to sell it $10 a piece. The whole hood going to eat. What? Man, nobody. How are we going? Where are we going to sell them at? We're going downtown. We about to go to the mall, bro. You tripping. I said, we're going to sell them off the block. If shit popping like they say it is, we're going to know. All right. <clears throat> we make the press of the CDs, bro. We posted that shit on a gram at 12 p.m. <clears throat> we were sold out at 2 p.m., bro. We had like 700 CDs, bro. Or something. <laughs> Niggas was hard assing back to Jeff Crib, bro. They print up more drones, bro. Bro, people was pulling up on pastures and baiting from Jersey, Delaware, Virginia. Bro, motherfuckers, the whole tri-state pulled up on the block that day, bro, to take a picture and buy a CD, bro. Buy a CD and take a picture. Buy a CD and take a picture, bro. So, it wasn't like one nigga was out there taking <laughs> CDs. Niggas was getting packed. Niggas was getting 10 CDs. Niggas was running out there in 10 CDs. I'm like, no, bro. I'm serving the next couple niggas that pull up, like... That shit was like popping, bro. Like that shit was popping, bro. Like the whole hood ate off that shit, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so boom, fucking uh, uh, bro, come home. This shit is over. Like we got this shit in the headlock. I got on a come up show. Mind you, rock already buzzing, bro. Now I'm yeah. on a come up show. You feel me? When I get on the comment show, they put a record of mines on the radio. Now it's two PNB niggas on Power 99, and they not even on the same record. It's two different records. You feel me? I had Trap Nigga, and he had, um... Did you That's a me? banger. Did I fucking with you? I think it was that. I think, was it that? No, it wasn't that. Back then, when Trap Niggas was on the radio, what the fuck did he have on the radio? I don't think it was my city needs son. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't remember what he had else. right there. It was like his second record. It was like his. It was like his second record on the radio, right? And this, it was this was my first joint. But at the time, we was on there at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like when my come up show joint was going on, when it was cutting from the interview parts to play songs, like rock yeah. songs was playing. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was drawn. Like niggas was looking at it like. Yo, them P them P and B niggas is drawing right now. Like, they fucking the city. It's like <clears throat> it start off as, oh, that's what's up, that's what's up. Then it's like another one. <laughs> oh, them, don't they got enough money? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what it looked like. like. That's what niggas is thinking. Not knowing, bro, that ain't even the money ain't there at all. Niggas is spending money. When you start to hear a nigga on a radio that ain't worldwide on a radio. Don't assume them niggas got money, bro. That's 100 that, true. That shit costs to do that. You feel me? That shit costs, bro. They can tell you what they want to tell you about this talent shit, bro. But you gonna pay. You gonna pay. If you ain't in the in with them niggas, like if you ain't on the labels or none of you gonna pay. That shit costs. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want they light bill to stay on. They want some scratch. You know what I'm saying? So like, as far as like niggas like. Wanting the hairs and we was we was unaccessible, you know what I'm saying? And we had the best block, like mm-hmm. yeah, block parties, parties big, you know, block parties was crazy. We brought we brought everybody out, but now at this point, we threw we threw a block party. We see the whole city that came to this motherfucker, bro. Like everybody up this bitch, like I I I I couldn't believe it was late at night and Lee Mason was on the corner. <laughs> 
with like two girls. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, this shit crazy. Like, then bro come home and he had feeling like Diddy. Feeling like Diddy. Feeling like Diddy now. Oh, I think it was. And he shot the video on the block. And they used my crib for the dressing room and shit. That's when I first met them Atlantic Records mm-hmm. niggas like Wartenberg and all of them and shit. And um Yeah, and then, you know, shit, you know, how I went, it went how I went, and then bro, you know, reached back out. We amend we mended everything like men. And then we went on a roll. I went on a roll with him for um what C D was mm-hmm. that? Um going through the motions. I went on a roll with him, you know, and then I started tying, you know, tying my connection. Right. You know, because I already knew niggas that was up there. So it was like, all right, now we can use them. Like, you know, and um, to be honest, I don't think, like, none of my connects really, because I was cool with uh, DJ Eskimo, DJ Eskimo City. He used to, anytime he would come to Philly, he would call me and uh, let me come to the concerts back, you know what I mean, and chill with him, you know, get girls or whatever, hop on a bus, chill with him, let him know what music we had. You know, I took rock with me every time I go see him and shit. And he fucked with it so heavy. Like, one time we had got some bitches, we went on the bus. And we bring the bitches on the bus, you know what I'm saying? And he picked the one he want, he trying to go bomb. So Rock asked for the aux cord while he going in the back to go do him. And when Rock's get the, Rock get the aux cord, he start playing our shit. Yeah. Everybody on the bus start vibing. Right, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I think the first song he played was his joint. It was one of his girly joints. I'm singing, right? And the bitches was they was feeling this shit. So he played a joint, another girly joint, and then he played a joint with me, him, and Deezy. I think it was Day Mad. And when he played that, we was like performing it, like we both was on a bus, like rapping it, hype the shit, you know. <laughs> and Eskimo came out of the back with the bitches. Like I don't know if he, I don't know if he, I don't know if he was fucking or what he was doing. But he came out the back because he was cool with me. I met him at South. I think I'm the first time I met him was at Magic City when we went to A3C. I paid him to play. Um, no, they mad. He heard he played that at um, Magic City, right? So it wasn't they mad. It was. Um, Whatever song me rock and Deezy got, I think one night mm-hmm. stand, right? So we jumping him down the bus and shit. He come out the back from with the drone, but coming out not in his head like, oh this shit fire, like, oh this shit fire. Oh let me let me uh let me tune into <laughs> this. Who the fuck is this? Is y'all? Like, yeah. <clears throat> he like, oh man, y'all. Yo, listen. Y'all gotta keep this going. Like this, this gotta be y'all. Like, bro, y'all gotta keep this just like this. Do not fuck this up. If y'all fuck this up, I ain't fucking with y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you know, Philly niggas, we fucked it up. <laughs> we had the beef. We had the beef. We had and DJ Eskimo kept his word and he wasn't fucking with us. You know what I'm saying? Rock told me when we got back. To, when we got back, cool. He told me like. Uh, he saw him, and you know, he wasn't really, he ain't really had no rap, and uh, he he really kept it like I ain't banging with y'all. So you know, once I got back on the road with him, you know, I was reconnecting all of that shit, like hitting up everybody I could, telling them like, yeah, yeah, yeah we 
we have our differences we go over that shit like we, we we see the biggest picture you know what i mean like and they took me in i was doing the thing i do best networking and um we got to the bet awards and he had it was these guards that the label send out to the artists when they in la and shit like that you know we ain't fucking we was rolling you know what i'm saying we was chilling we right. was on the bullshit we ain't in the none of the nut shit so like the guard tell us the guard tell me everybody he did you know guard work for he talking about Nicki minaj he talking about rihanna you know what i'm saying and you know he told me who i need to know he said man you're a cool cat man like you need to you need to know uh Blue is dude named Blue. He like he um Nick Cannon the Mariah. He the biggest manager in the game. I said, oh yeah. He said, yeah. I said, uh, I mean, what could he do? He like, man, he could do whatever you need in this industry. He said, yeah, man. If I see him out, I'm gonna um pull him to the side. I'm like, all right, bet. He said, yeah, I think he with Nick Cannon <laughs> right now. He managing Nick Cannon. They out here. I said, for real? <clears throat> so we get to the uh the BET boardroom room where they do the radio. Everybody they go into right. this one room and just like you doing this podcast right now, is like fifteen tables lined up and down in three lines, you know what I'm saying? On one side, then on another side it's the same thing. And they all sitting at the table with a mic. This radio station, this they all FM stations though. But they doing streaming like podcasting you know what i'm saying so um i get in there and when we get in there we seeing all of these other artists you know we seeing the migos and them but we talking shit to them because me and rock was um before we got on the road me and rock went to the zoo with um what's his name t grizzly t grizzly me and me and rock met that nigga at the that's some random shit <laughs> we uh got on the road and he was like Yo, bro, bro, ran the most like we chilling. Me and Rock mm-hmm. riding around with Shot. Me, Rock, and Shot. We was riding around, and um, he hit him up, and he was like on some shit, like, uh, "Yo, what you doing?" And like, you know, we chilling. He like, I'm in New York, man. <laughs> Link up, man. I'm at the, the zoo. And we like, what? The zoo? <laughs> All right, we come to the zoo. We get to the zoo. We, get, we call him like, where you at? By the grizzly bear. <laughs> we been like, what? He said, it's like, no, it ain't no grizzly bears, man. By the polar bears. <laughs> we slide up with him. We chill and shit. So when we got to the, 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 the room, we seen Migos and all of them and T Grizzly and them and them folks. And mm-hmm. we was talking about ball at the zoo. We was talking about hooping, like them versus us type shit. So when I see T Grizzly, we, I, you know, I was talking shit to this man like, "What's up? We out here now. We could definitely get a court." And uh, I think it was either Offset or Quavo. One of them walked up. <laughs> was like, man, I know that. I know y'all ain't talking about no basketball. I know y'all ain't talking about no basketball. We like, what? Yo, check it up. Niggas in there talking about they got threes and four on fours and all of that. And we was always supposed to play ball. But, yeah, they, yeah, know, they, they are. Dirk was talking shit about playing ball too, but I don't think we. Yeah, everybody was talking about hooping. But we ain't never wound up hooping and shit. But Nick Cannon came in that bitch, bro. And when Nick Cannon came in that bitch, the guard came and got me like, yo, come on. I'm going to take you over there and introduce you to Blue. So we walk over there and introduce me to Nick Cannon first. You feel me? You know, I said, what's up to him? Like, know where I'm from and all of that. Da, 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 da. And then, he, uh, you know, I tell him everything. I asked him if he knew Rock. At the time, he ain't no Rock. I said, oh, let me introduce you. So I took Nick right. Cannon to Rock. Or I, or I brought Rock over to Nick Cannon, whatever it was. 
You feel me? And then they was busting it up. So while they busting it up, they take me to the board. No matter of fact, before I go to the board blue, I think somebody else tried to talk to the board blue. And boy, Blue was like getting out of the other person's way. Like, yo, let me um talk to you. I like how you carry yourself, youngster. You know what I'm saying? Take my number. You know what I'm saying? So I take his number. We busting it up. He called us every morning to tell us about events that we need to get Absolutely. to that could help rock career. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he was calling us every morning and shit. So somebody was like, um, yo, uh, since he's so helpful, see if he uh. Let Rock get on wildin' out. And I'm like, I really asked him. He fell. He fuck around and say, yeah. They like, all right, ask him. I asked him. He said, yeah. All right, what date he want? You know what I'm saying? No, you got to do is ask him. That's my dog, for real. You feel me? Like, you know what I mean? So he put Rock on the first joint. You know what I'm saying? And then he he had his second joint. He hit us up again. He got him on the second joint, you know what I'm saying? But like, I had met him out there. I had mm-hmm. met Ray Shimmer, Shimmer or whatever. I, I met their manager out there. Yeah, I linked them in. You know what I'm saying? Just off of like, and I met Coach out there, and I, I um and I walked him over to Rock and introduced him and shit. And that was just off of like you know the regular networking type shit. Like I'm I'm there because of Rock though. So you know the opportunities that I'm I'm making for him. Is you know how I'm repaying him in my eyes, you know what I'm saying? Like I want my own opportunities though. So as I'm doing that, the way I'm looking at it is all right, boom, you already in the door. Right. So we know what label money look like. What if we use this shine and keep getting it independent? Like I can do this independent shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I can run, I can go ahead and Long as the light comes swinging, it's sending light this way. Let this shit blossom. Like you get what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna Thanks. water this bitch. Just give me some sunlight so this shit can grow. You get what I'm saying? Like so, it's like I'm a I'm a learn everything inside out as I've been doing. Like I've been learning so much. It's, I'm so deep in this. Like fuck it, I might as well know it all. Like know know all I can know on it. You know what I'm saying? Until yeah, for sure. It ain't what I want to know no more. You know what I'm saying? So. So, like, I just go ahead. I was going ahead, like, taking the same connections and seeing how I can still be able to use them. Like, I got all these people's numbers in my phone. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like they there, but it got to make sense to use it. Like, it can't just be, yo, I got a freestyle I'm about to put out. I want to, I got to wait till that traction hit. And right now, that's what I'm doing. Right now, that's what I'm working on. I'm, I'm making that traction hit. I'm going to keep coming. You know, I'm going to keep coming. I can do it. It's nothing for me. Like, making songs, I love to do that shit. It's not a job for me. Yeah. Niggas go in the studio and it be a job for them. Like, man, I get in the studio. I am at home. I'm going to make a hot record. And it's only going to get better every chance I get. So, I'm going 100%. I'm going 400%. I'm taking all the motherfucking Them horse blinders. You know, when horses run, they put them on. Putting them on, bro. Yeah, okay. So let me ask you then. So, you know, knowing that you have all of these connections, right? And it's it's literally one quick like click of a button for you to get in contact with these people. Like, how how does that make you feel knowing that you have that level of connection and also know that you have the level of talent that you have and it could possibly get you to astronomical levels? Um 
I mean, I'm no, I mean, like, you I know, know, like, because, like, you know, some of the like that. Saying, like, these are Pete, like, these are major <laughs> players in the, like, in, in the game. And, you know, the fact that you can call up one of these people yeah. or text one of these people or just have that direct, you know, that, that, that direct level of contact, that has to be amazing, you know, just off the strength of, like, damn, you know, I really got this person, like, hey, I got Jay, I got Jay-Z number in my phone, I could call Jay-Z or some shit like that, and, and, and then on top of that, you just a dope-ass artist, too, so they're yeah, gonna yeah. listen, like, that has to be a crazy feeling. Yo, to be honest with you, the feeling, like, to, to be, like, 100% honest with you, the feeling would be greater, like, to me, when I see their name pop up on my shit. Like, when I when I get up and I got a call from everybody I just named, like, them niggas calling me. Of course. When I look and see that, that's the best feeling. You get what I'm saying? Like, having it, that's that's cool. But, um, like, Blue, bro, I'm going to be real with you. Blue give me a lot of, a lot of like, um, mentor shit. Like, shit that he would say to me. Like, he straight direct tell me what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he told me some shit. That made me really realize what the game was because I deal with I had let his his partner manage okay. me. His name Christian Pascal. You get what I'm saying? He's from New York. You know what I'm saying? And that's my guy, bro. So um like it was more like he told me one time, he said, When you meet somebody mm-hmm. on a level like like him, like him that I met, right? He said, You got a credit line. You you, you right. start off with A one credit. Right. Anytime you need something, you take a hit, mm-hmm. just like a credit check. Right. Anytime you hit one of these these huge friends up for a favor, you take a hit on your credit. Now you ain't at eight one. Now you, you know, what I'm saying you went under that seven fifty. You somewhere around seven hundred now. You know what I'm saying? You ask for something. Now you down to six six hundred. You know what I'm saying? That shit drop every time you got to reach out to them. And that's what he said to me. Like, you feel me? And I'm sitting there like, damn. He like, yeah, so, you know, do what you, you come. You, you, I mean, I'm trying to help you make money because he tried to, he tried to pay me for booking rock. You know what I'm saying? And the way it went, it was like a mix up, mix up with the, um, the people or whoever they went through, however it happened, right. somehow the label got a hold of it. It was supposed to just come through me. You get what I'm saying? And um, I didn't never see a dime from it. But it was like in his eyes, he made money. I brought him rock. It was a good deal. So I had more than A1 credit. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, I went to a couple shows mm-hmm. and chilled, like took the fan type shit. You get what I'm saying? And got got the got the love and all of that. Show me the love and all of that. And then he would tell me like, you know, anytime I'm dropping a record or anything like that, if I send him a text, he gonna check it out. He listening shit and all of that. You know what I'm saying? So like, when he told me that, it made me feel like the numbers is cool to have to know. It's gonna be even better when they coming up on the screen. Yeah, I mean, shit, you know, you know just, <clears throat> just just like thinking about that, like that's that has to be just one of those feelings where it's like, you know, these people really want, you know, they, they want to talk to me about something like I, I actually have some value to to bring to them. Oh, which you which you have a lot of, you know, just off the mm-hmm. strength of you being a dope rapper mm-hmm. and just being a dope person networking and doing everything that you do behind the scenes. 
that that has to 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 be very very beneficial for you, especially building those relationships. Like I I like to keep mentioning because I, I can't stress enough how important that is. Like we just had this entire conversation about you having that A one credit essentially, like. It, that's the most important thing. Like you could be the mm-hmm. most talented person in the world. You could be hot for a minute, but having the relationships, being able to get access to them rooms and events and things like that, being in the rooms with the, with, with, with those people, whatever the case. Bro, the, the craziest feeling I had, like, um, as far as like being around, like, like stars and shit. I mean, I was, I smoked the L with Nas. Bro. I smoked the L with Nas at TM103 album release. At the you, TM you, you smoked the L with the GOAT. Release in New York, bro. Nigga, I was smoking, I was smoking the L with Nas. Jada Kiss just made me rap for 15 minutes. And he followed me on Twitter. Fabulous was bidding. Buster Rhymes was bidding. And Jeezy was cracking the fuck up on the couch on the other side of me, bro. In my head, I was doing back flips, bro. But to them, <laughs> I was with the gang. I had Wally. Oh, you, you, was, had, you was in there with the, I had, with I the gang. I, had legal, I had like 13 Pastoria Street niggas with me. Thirteen Pastoria Street niggas with me, bro. I was in my, I was in my aura. You know what I'm saying? I was really 100%. me. Like you know, you really you when you got your day ones around. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't got no facade on. They, they seeing the raw you. You know what I'm saying? So like, I was, that was that was the best. Yeah, but do you feel so? Ever. Like, so do you feel like, you know, having those experiences and. You know, having the the level of success that you had doing music, like, do you feel like you you reached a lot of the goals that you went that that you set out to reach, or do you feel like you have so much more to do and there's goals that that's coming up each and every day that you still want to reach? Oh, what do you got planned? I ain't gonna get started yet. Right now. It's, it's right now I got next. Right now I'm on the, right now I'm I'm waiting for I'm waiting to um get on the court. I ain't waiting to get on the court, nigga. I'm getting on the court. You got that a project coming over, out? It's my turn. That's how I feel. Yeah, I do actually. I mean it might be a random joint because I got a lot of, I got a lot of records. So I'm thinking I'm probably just gonna put out a, like I've been putting out one song, one video a month. Right now, I'm thinking I'm about to change that to two. But before I do that, I think I'm probably going to put out like a cluster of records. I got some shit that I feel like. Such as what? If, if, you, if, you, if you don't watch it. It's an EP. Like I got this joint called No Stories, Past Stories. And I um, basically made up the cover and everything, the name and everything for it when I first had the idea. And I was like, all right, cool. This joint won't be a banger. Let me knock this joint out. Uh-huh. But it just didn't feel like it was done. So I had made OT stories, and I was like, all right, yeah, this this notorious past story is shit. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's a banger. 
Then I made Lorenzo's, and I was like, ah, this joint hot, but this ain't no, this ain't, this ain't notorious past stories though. And then I had this song that, like me, I like to actually like make like pop and R and B ish type songs. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like really mm-hmm. make songs because this is what my sister. Is. That's what I grow up under. You know what I'm saying? It's like I like to, I want to make them songs. Like I told you. I <laughs> I want to get on that MTV channel that I'm talking about. I've seen out there in the suburbs. I need a song that can make it on there. Like, I could just make all types of songs. Why not? You know what I'm saying? So, um, I had this other song called, uh, what the fuck is the name of that joint? The joint I like a lot. Um, Did you release the song? It's out. Hold on. I'm going to look. Yeah, that's released. But um, so so basically, I dropped that. That shit didn't feel like uh, notorious bad stories either. Oh, love calls, a song called Love Calls. I dropped that, and then I had this joint called Nowadays. <laughs> I thought it was just like a hit record. I said, "Fuck it, throw that joint out there." Boom. You know what I'm saying? But I was just throwing it out there to see what's up, like. You know what I mean? I did a freestyle called Spicy Talk, and I did a feature called OG. None of this shit was feeling like Notorious Past Stories, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, nah, that joint gotta be like for it to be that. It gotta, it gotta, it gotta have that feel, you know. And I just got, I just completed another record the other day that had that feel, and I'm looking at a strong like ten. You know what I'm saying? I might not do 10. I might do 5. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I might just wake up and throw <laughs> so, out a bunch of so, records. And, so let me ask you about Notorious Past Stories. So what kind of feeling are you trying to portray on Notorious Past Stories? I want it to feel like Nick, you remember the day street when we used to have the free lunches, mm-hmm. and it's and the street was blocked off. Yeah, I remember that vividly. In the middle of the street, you know what I mean. You got the little the little ice cream joint <laughs> with the uh, wood spoon joint and shit. I want, I want, I want to take niggas there, bro. Shit, that's a hell of a vibe to feel. I, know what I mean, but do do you feel like you have at records currently that? Yeah, okay. bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, right. Listen, bro, when I tell you, I was like riding around listening to my shit the other day, and I was like, I heard it. Like, it just hit me like, oh, shit, bro. I might can finish Notorious Past Stories. Like, it's a, it's a certain feel I got to feel when I put out, like, records, like, for real. You get what I'm saying? Like, if I give you an EP, I mean, I meant it. That mean I thought about what I put on that joint. I feel like they all is on this topic. Yeah, definitely. And I wanted you to have it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a feeling that I get when they when they done when when a when a EP is done. I get a feeling. I can have, I can record a hundred songs. Might find six songs and say, "Oh, this is a, this a feeling." So <laughs> I put this out. And right now I got two feelings. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, just, you know what I mean. I got Ramadan coming up next month, so I'm I'm, I'm gonna fall back. I'm gonna be off for all of this shit. 
And then after that, like the day we bust out of that joint. Okay, so so right after Ramadan is is expected release date. Okay. That's his, that's an exclusive, yeah. right? <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Everything is no, bro. yeah. I mean, you know, I like I, I mean me personally, I'm excited to hear it though, because like I said, I've been listening to you to you like since you started. You know, I've I've known you all my life, so I had no I had no choice but to listen to you since you started. <laughs> you know, like we used to come right. we used to come to the house, you know, used to used to rap, like I used to sit down <laughs> with you, you know, read over some of the lyrics and everything. So, you know, if I could just say so myself, like again, no bias behind it. Like right, right. I'm genuinely proud of you, bro, for 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 you know, coming as far as you as you have, you know, coming from past artists in Bay and I mean you know, just like for people who don't know, like you know, that's that that that's not no sweet place to to be around. You know, like that's a that that that's a that, that's that's a tough place to to, to grow up and make right, it out right, of. Right. And you know, we we got so many people who 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 frequent that you know that area and you know live and grew up there that are doing great things. You know, you rock. You know, the whole PNB gang. Um, you know, Donnell, me, Rob, Brand, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody, like so, so many people to name, like, you know, and, and, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you don't really think that you'll see growing up there. Like, you know, we, we got so many people that's, that, you know, was here and gone and things like that. But just to see the amount of people and uh, the amount of people that we grew up with make it and, or are on the trajectory of making it, and whatever that they want to do, it's it's a great great feeling. And yeah. just talking to you, I'm, I just want to let you know that I'm proud of you for making it as far as you have, and I'm looking forward to see where you go. Yeah, I'm proud of you too, right. brother. No, for real, yeah, man. Saying, you know, we I mean, we just gotta keep going. Insane, like, brother. you know, it's, it's a lot of things that we gotta accomplish, and it's so much talent that that that's came from that from that block. And people, I mean, people know what PNB is, but people don't know. You know what I mean? Real rap, people don't know. People don't know what we experienced growing up or seeing. Like I was talking to my uh, folks. Yesterday. Yeah. I did a little, I did a little Twitter blurt yesterday. You know what I mean? Where you know I was just really realizing the difference right. in in my friends. You know what I'm saying? I got different kind of friends. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I got our family, our brotherhood, you know what I'm saying? That ain't like a, a friendship. Our brotherhood that I got, I can go anywhere with my brotherhood, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's some brotherhood, nigga, that I can't take to certain events. You know what I'm saying? It's right. some brotherhood, niggas that ain't going like certain shit that I like. Like I told you, I'm a nerd. <laughs> Half these niggas ain't trying to watch Avengers, they trying to binge it. You feel me? So like, <laughs> like, I got niggas, I got niggas that, you know, I could just go chill and play sports yeah, with. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's just, you know what I'm saying? There's certain people for certain shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't take everybody everywhere. You know what I mean? And Like, I look at that shit like I'm blessed for it. Blessed to have it, you know, the ups and the downs. Yeah, I mean, it, it comes with it. It, it. That definitely comes with it. You know, it's it, it's one of those things where you just, you know, learn from the experiences. You know, you, we go through different things. You know, we 
we, we travel to different places, we meet different people, and they all play a major role in our growth as, as people. And we take those experiences and turn it into something beautiful. At least we hope to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. I mean, and, and again, like and I've, I've said this a million times on the podcast with a bunch of people that I've talked to, but I'll say it again since you're on here too, like this is why I love having a platform that I have with the How to Talk podcast because, you know, not only am I able to make connections with different people that, you know, work in different fields and know so many different people who I could also, you know, communicate and, you know, get contacted with, but I'm allowing people to kind of come on here and record their history, you know, record, you know, their moments and their experiences and their stories. So that way, not only they can get it out on record, but, other people can listen and, you know, kind of get a feel for who these people are, what they do, what they're about and where they're going. And then you look back and be like, yo, that, that was one of those stepping stones, like, or, or that, that was one of those moments. Or, you know, th- this, this is one of those places where they were in their life at that particular time. And now I see where they're at now. Like, you know, it's, it, I, I just really, really love the fact that I have this platform so I could do that for people and do it for myself. Same thing you do with music. Right. Right. Yeah. And I do it all the time. People reach out to me and I reach out. 100%. Because I remember when we was reaching out and nobody would reach back. And I watched (laughs) watched this motherfucking 180. (laughs) I watched that shit 180. I watched that shit go the other way the next day. Like, damn, y'all niggas. Yeah, right, right. We can't get a feature. Nigga, look at the other DMs. The same DM message thread that we in. Yeah. I'm probably begging you for one, nigga. Get the fuck out. Of yeah, I mean, it, it all comes with the territory, like though. I mean, everybody's shit. not gonna do the same things that we do, and they're not gonna live the same way that we live. But as long as you stay true to who you are, what you do, and your intentions appear, I don't think that you can really lose. Some people may feel different and they may have reasons to feel that way, but that's just my mindset and my thinking because that's just how I, I've carried it, you know, for as long as I've been doing what I've been doing. And it's it's breeded some tremendous success for me, if I do say so myself. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but yeah, man, I uh, I, I want to, uh, I actually want to get you out of here. You know, we, we've been talking for a little minute. I know you're a busy man and everything. But before you go, I, I need a couple of things from you. One, I want you to drop all your socials so everybody know where to find you and everything. And two, I want you to drop three gems for, for people right. to take away from our conversation. Just three gems that people could take away and apply to their everyday life. All right, so the first thing, all my socials are P N B Chiz, P N B C H I Z Z, like the zebras. You feel me? So like, you know what I mean? The gems that I will want you to take away from this whole thing is knowledge is the key. Number one. Number two, put your guts in whatever you want to do. And number three, right. stay locked. Uh, you heard it here first. You heard it from my brother, my man Chiz. 
you know, those are those, those are three things that that you guys should take away from it. And you know, I, yeah, I think right. that those are definitely three great things that will definitely make a difference for you if you apply it the right way and in the right situations. But with that being said, this has been another episode of the How It's All mm-hmm. Podcast with me, Jetpack Nick, and my guy, my brother, PNB Chiz. I want to thank you again, bro, for coming on and, and talking to me, man. I love you yeah, too, man. man. Uh, but you, uh, you definitely gonna come right, back though, Brody. especially when you, when you drop you. though. Yeah, when you when you drop, I definitely had you come back because I already know you gonna light the streets yeah. on fire. <laughs> All right, well, I'm, sure, I'm going to get you bro. out of here, man. Oh, I, I know you're busy, man. You got, oh, you got yeah. things to tend to. You feel me? <laughs> All right, well, with that being said, it's been another episode of How Talk Podcast with me, Jetpack Nick. I want to thank all the How Talk Podcast listeners and supporters for supporting us, you know, through and through, listening to every episode, you know, commenting, you know, leaving your reviews and things like that. We appreciate y'all 100%. And cheers. I want to thank you again, bro. Hey everybody, this is Jetpack Nick, and you just listened to another episode of the Howl Talk Podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, topic ideas, or you yourself would like to come on as a guest on the Howl Talk Podcast, you can reach us at our email, thehowltalkpodcast at gmail.com, and across all social media platforms at the Howl Talk Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and remember, no talk is too shallow over here at the Hollow.